1: Christmas. All your favorite Disney characters. Yes, sir.
0: Nope, that's me.
1: In a merry new featurette. What's so merry about it? Mickey's Christmas Carol. Plus... Do they want us now? The Rescuers. Walt Disney Productions' free-falling, side-splitting, full-length animated adventure. Mickey's Christmas Carol.
0: Dale out! Bail out! And The Rescuers. Now playing at a theater near you. Check your local listings for details. All right, guys. Welcome back to the 12 Days of Christmas Movies. Uh, I'm your host, Jimbo, and my co-host, as usual, is... Terrence. And today is uh, number five. We will be talking about a Mickey's Christmas Carol. Terrence. Jump right into it. Take it away. Day five
1: of our... Day five. So special. The Mickey's Christmas Carol.
0: The Mickeys A, or A, A, Mickey. A Mickey's, <laughs> But it is the Mickey's. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, release date, December 16th, 1983. Well, I was six years old. I was negative something. <laughs> <laughs> too tired of math. Uh, it's budget. Too tired to math. Too tired of math.
0: I think it's uh, you're too tired to meth, <laughs> <not> math. <laughs> Don't do
1: drugs, kids. Yes. Just so uh, know. budget is an estimated uh, $3 This was directed by uh, Bernie Madison and Richard Rich, who was uncredited for directing this. The writing credits goes to, uh, obviously, Charles Dickens, the original author who wrote A Christmas Carol.
0: And Um, that was something else. Um, Obviously, A Christmas Carol is one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time, but we didn't want to throw two of those... In the same 12 days of Christmas Yeah By the way kids Die Hard and Gremlins will not be in the, the 12 days of Christmas we, we might do them sometime in the month of December But it will not be part of these 12 days of Christmas <laughs> Sorry Sam And sorry Jessica <laughs> But no
1: Alright so uh, here's uh, all the people who had a hand In writing the story adaptation uh, For the Mickey's Christmas Carol And that is uh, Bernie Madison Tony Marino
0: Ed Gombert, Don Griffith, Alan Young, and Alan Dinehart. I like how they had so many people to accomplish the same goal because usually yeah. they have conflicting interests sometimes, you know what I mean? Well, as far as writers go, there's right. always a
1: room of writers. Right. Always. Like, is. They don't always get credited because there's and there's plenty of things where we covered where there's maybe like two writers and they'll be like the two main ones but there's always like a team of writers. Uh, but you
0: would, I'd kind of like to dive in to see who wrote what. You know, what I mean that would be oh, yeah, ass- yeah. or what got left out that should have been put in or I guess that's
1: the other problem with like seeing like or is that why they're
0: uncredited because none of their stuff got (laughs) in well that's the
1: thing it's most likely a deliberation so you'll have the script and then you'll have this whole deliberation where they go okay x this out uh let's add that in let's x that out and then it's just copy after copy after copy after copy and all this stuff gets by the end of a movie any movie no one knows how many copies they've gone through to reach the goal uh, to essentially reach the perfect copy but i was gonna
0: say especially with animation oh yeah like this it's hard because they have to draw this was back when they had to draw oh yeah the mouth and all that to what they were saying so it's not like
1: well actually it's um yeah yeah so they'll they'll draw you know obviously the mouth of what they're saying but it's up to the voice actors right right with the animators right but they have to
0: have the script in order for the voice actors to say right exactly
1: uh, depending on how intricate they're doing the mouth movements. Because sometimes it's just up and down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> kind of uh, like you when
0: you do this podcast. <laughs> nothing comes out. <laughs> uh, like a
1: South Park Canadian <laughs> Anyway. Um, technical specs. Runtime, 26 minutes. Sound mix, three-channel stereo. Uh, this is in color. Aspect ratio is 1.78 by one. So another really odd sort of uh, uh, aspect ratio for the, for these cartoons. Uh, laboratory is Technicolor uh, Printed Film Format 35mm And 8mm Now for the Awards Do you have an award? There is one awesome. <laughs> And it was nominated But it was nominated for an Oscar So it's pretty nominal So this is Academy Awards USA 1984 It was nominated for uh, Best Short Film Animated uh, Bernie Madison So Don't know but it beat it out But at least it got nominated and so now for the synopsis. Uh, in the retelling of an old Charles Dixon, uh, Dickinson, uh, Charles Dickinson uh, story. Dickens, not Dickens. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, Charles Dickens. Let me start. A in, a in a retelling, retelling of Charles of, Dickens, continue. With
1: a Disney twist. The surly moneylender, Ebenezer Scrooge, who does not share the merriment of Christmas. Is visited by three ghosts. The ghost of Christmas past, present, and future.
0: Bum, bum, bum. And while there's a whole slew of casts and characters in this movie, I'm only going to cover the main ones that you see most of the film. Yep. So uh, starting out, we have Alan Young, who played uh, Scrooge McDuck uh, (laughs) as Ebenezer Scrooge. So you're going to have the character or the voice actor. Then you're going to have the the Disney character. Then you're going to have... The Charles Dickens yeah, exactly. character. So just not be confusing. So That's you had three
1: layers going on
0: here Wayne Allwine, All- 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 who played Mickey Mouse, who played Bob Cratchit. Hal Smith, who was Goofy, who played Jacob Marley's Ghost. Eddie Carroll, Jiminy Cricket, a ghost of Christmas past. Will Ryan, Willie the Giant, ghost of Christmas present. Will Ryan also played Pete, the ghost of Christmas future. Uh, Clarence Nash as Donald Duck, and he played Fred, which was Scrooge's nephew, and Patricia Paris as Daisy Duck as Isabel, and yes, little Dick Billingsley played Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> and so now, we're going to dive into some interesting facts. Uh, this actually had some stuff in it I did not know, which is pretty awesome. I always love to find that. Um, oh, Yeah. This was the last movie that had opening credits, but no end credits.
1: Huh. So I wonder if it was just like a prolonged opening credits, like old movies do.
0: I think there's like a singing, <clears throat> you know what I mean, singing, and it comes up. Yeah. Um. But uh, this is, uh, I think they said this was the last Disney film until A Bug's Life and Aladdin, I think '98, that ha- that just ended with the end. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. You're Remember how right, you say right,
0: yeah. that? So. Um, On the original 1975 LP You know what that is? What's
1: that, LP? Yeah What is it? I mean, I know what it is I don't know what the abbreviation (laughs) stands for Uh,
0: No, but what is it? Let's tell the audience what LP is
1: That's the uh, Well, now now I'm blanking (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's like the old records you know the yeah, yeah, the, the, the vinyl uh, uh, that's what i was looking yeah. for vinyls uh, i was like
1: i didn't want to say like the big round disc uh, thing
0: like uh, <laughs> for
1: such... some reason i just brain farted <laughs> and couldn't think of vinyl
0: so uh, it, it, there was a, a 75 lp version that was the inspiration for this film the ghost of christmas past was played by merlin from the sword in the stone Oh. And the ghost of Christmas future was the evil witch from Snow White and the Seven Doors. How wow. cool is that? That's pretty cool. Right? Yeah, I was like, that's outstanding. Um, when the ghost of Christmas future comes with B, you know, and he's like, this could be your life. And he's like, well, who? yeah. Scrooge is like, whose grave are they digging? And he's like, it's yours. Oh, he yeah, shows you it. Yeah. Him yeah. The, the DVD print reveals that the gravy, there's also tombstones containing famous performers including Gladys Knight and the Pips, Bob Mills and Warren Oates <laughs> I was like, are you kidding That's me? Fine. There's also a bunch of un, unknown animals from the Disney like there's foxes, bears, raccoons, oh my there's all kinds yeah, of stuff yeah. that are running around um, uh, Mrs. Cratchit who was Minnie Mouse, she doesn't have a single line in the film uh, she did record some dialogue but they didn't use it it was cut. Really? Huh Yep, uh, this was also the the theatrical release for this was actually uh, part of the 1983 reissue of the Rescuers from 1977. So it was like you know how sometimes like I'll just say Roger Rabbit because that's yeah. the one that's coming to mind. How they'll have like uh, Roger Rabbit and the baby cartoon where they're going on the roller coaster oh, and yeah, then they yeah, go yeah. to Roger Rabbit the full length film. Yep, something like that that they did. Um, and here we go. Alan Young. Not only did he play Scrooge McDuck in this, but for those of you that don't know, he was best known, if, for those of you that remember, he was on a certain TV show with a talking horse. Yes, that's right. He played Wilbur Post in... Terrence, what, did he, what was it? I'm brain farting. Mr. Yeah. Ed.
1: <laughs> yes. That's because um, we were just talking about that like ten minutes ago.
0: Originally, I'm Alan Young was not considered for Scrooge, despite having played it in the album recording... Reportedly it was because Walt Disney Pictures believed he would not agree to do a voice for an animated film. However, when Young learned about the film in production from a friend preparing to audition for the lead, he contacted the film company to request an audition. Oh wow. The resulting audition was successful, and Young learned about the studio's reason for not contacting him. In reaction, Young responded, "Hey, I worked in television for five years with a talking horse. <laughs> at this point in my career, nothing's beneath me. He has a point. Where else can he go? But, but, uh so Abbey Young was praised for his role and continued to voice Scrooge McDuck throughout his life. And last but not least, uh Alan Young, who voiced Ebenezer, uh says his old old partner Jacob Marley had been buried at sea. Hmm. When uh Alan Young passed away, he was buried at sea. Hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. So Terrence, give me some of your highlights of this movie. What you liked? What t- you didn't like? I'll tell like. you
1: what, what my um, like the most memorable scene, and it's, it's 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 more of like a sad scene. It's it's the scene where um, he, he's uh, the family's at dinner, and then like you know Mickey, he takes out the it's like a, a small pea, a bean or something. <laughs> it's like a pea. It's a single pea, and he's up the slicing the pea. And then, and then it's like, uh, then you know, you have these paper sheet thins of like a like a tiny, tiny. It was like a little tiny turkey or something oh, yeah. like that. And then it's just like paper. You know, a Tiny uh, tail's like, man, we're
0: we're good today,
1: yeah, <laughs> Whatever. Right? Oh man, i just I'll, I just remember being like so sad when I saw that scene.
0: <laughs> and then, and then another sad scene is where, uh, you know, they it's in it's in the future when Scrooge sees them uh, uh, going up to the cemetery and oh, they're yeah. burying and then the you plan. see them lay Tiny Tim's yep. uh, crutch, crutch onto, onto the gravestone oh man heartbreaking yep. heartbreaking and so um, this, this, this movie I think is uh, uh, ultimate um, what's the word I'm looking for uh, life lessons life really right uh, but like a change of heart yeah um, absolutely change of heart tale like watch how you treat people because it could be totally different. You know, the future you're not, nobody's going to remember you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you can't take all that money with you when you go. Yeah. So you might as well do what you can while you can. And, um, just, there's some, so many scenes in this movie. Like, uh, <laughs> there's another funny scene is when the big giant, uh, the ghost of Christmas present remember? Oh, and yeah. and he sticks yeah. it. He, he lifts like the lid of the, the house off <laughs> and you know, he grabs him and then he's, he sticks his eyeball up to the window Uh, up to the window yeah Yeah. so there's so many things in this movie it's another fantastic it's
1: it's a a great story because it has that Disney twist it's got the humor and it's got uh, it's got that Disney charm
0: right Um, and if you haven't seen the 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 original the movie there's there's several Uh, there's one I think his name's Albert Finney who played Daddy Warbucks from Annie really good um there i think patrick stewart's in one yeah yeah he is really good um but that uh, albert finney one man and there's another one um i can't it's mind is blank right now of who played it but there there's so many good interpretations the jim carrey one eh, animated wait eh. we can we jim carrey did uh yeah, was it was something, yeah it was oh, terrible. i it, had no idea yeah that's probably why <laughs> just <get> right over. <laughs> but uh very good um I like pretty much every interpretation of this. Um, It always gets me. And it's just to see that cold callous Scrooge and then just see his heart melt. You know, and and even in this one when uh, he's like, boy, what day is it? He's like, you know, he's like, oh, he's like, well, go down. And, you know, he's getting dressed. He's still in his pajamas. You know, he's throwing his hat because he's ready to make amends. And, you know, those guys that have been knocking on his door asking for money, the mole and the weasel or whatever. He's like. He's like uh, Scrooge. Would you like to donate? He's like, would I? And he just starts throwing that bags of money, and <laughs> yeah. the guy's pants is falling down because there's so much there's money so coming much trash. right. Yeah. So I love this. It's, it's I love almost every Christmas movie. You know, what I mean, oh, it's yeah. just, they, they it they just just bring back uh, memories from my childhood. Lifelong lessons. And, you know, oh yeah. Charm, too and long they long long. got a little chuckles every once in a while. You know what I mean? So. If you haven't watched this, this this is
1: what characters you love. You know, I mean, like you got you know Donald, Mickey, Goofy. Just it's if you're a huge fan of Disney and you haven't seen this, you're doing yourself a big disservice. But you should have seen this if you're a big fan of Disney. So, Uh,
0: (laughs) pretty much, probably almost everybody has. Yeah. Um. Well, I think that's about all we can say about Mickey's Christmas Carol. Uh, Stay tuned because episode six, we are getting ready to take a hard dive into. Probably some of your all's favorite Christmas movie, and it is National Lampoon's Christmas, Christmas Vacation. And
1: it's, oh my gosh, it's my absolute favorite. There's just so much ridiculousness <laughs> in that.
0: Just you'll just have to stay tuned look for that. To. So, so look out, look for that tomorrow. Um, episode number six, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. But for now, I believe this episode's coming to a close, and that's a wrap and, and cut.